You know, day in and day out, I hear people talking about their goals, their desires, their dreams. Unfortunately, they're usually followed by comments of defeat. Things like, well, if I had this, or if I knew this one, or if I was better at this, or if I could do that, then I could. And the kicker statement is, especially from believers, I've been just praying for a miracle, praying that God opens some doors and releases his favor on me. The mindset of a winner. Winners don't pacify defeat. Winners are more than just dreamers. Winners are more than just talk. Winners are doers. A winning athlete understands the hard work it takes to secure a win and the determination and focus required to be declared a champion. In Ecclesiastes 5 and 3, the scripture says a dream comes with much business and a fool's voice with many words. In other words, stop talking about your dreams and complaining about your inability to fulfill them. Fulfilled dreams require that we be about our business, that we begin working, that we begin making sacrifices, that we begin elevating our level of determination. I'm telling you, I talk to people every day who have big dreams. Dreams of owning their own business. But they profess that they just can't get the business started because they need startup capital to move forward. And guess what? They live and embrace that excuse. And they will likely never own that business or fulfill their dream. Why? Because they have accepted defeat. And I know some of you are saying, but pastor, you do need money to start a business. You need this and you need that and you need to get... Guess what? You are not the first one to come along that wanted to start a business and did not have all of the money that they needed to start it, but they made the sacrifices. They downsized the dream and they started somewhere. Some of our biggest enemies is our dreams. Why do I say that? Because we have envisioned exactly how we think everything should play out. And because things are not playing out the way we have envisioned them, then we sit back and we rock from side to side and we pray for a miracle. We envision success, but never plug in the plan for obstacles. Never plug into our plan stumbling blocks. Never think about, well, what if this one says no? What if that one says no? And because we dream big, we think we have to have all of our finances intact so that we can just add water and stir and then our dreams will manifest just like we envisioned them. We don't put enough thought 
into downsizing our dream just so that we can get it off the ground? Is your dream valuable enough that you have a plan B? If truth be told, some people are just dreamers, just people who talk, but their walk is shady. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because winners don't expect things to come easy. Winners are willing to make the sacrifice. Winners are willing to discipline themselves. Winners will even downsize for the moment for the larger goal. Hard work ain't easy, but it's fair. That is the quote of a champion someone who the odds were stacked against, who came from nothing but was willing to make the sacrifices and who wasn't content with just talking about his dreams. I've had people share their dreams with me then say, I'm just waiting on God to open some doors of provision because I need this and I need that to put my dreams in effect. Then moments later, they tell me about spending a few hundred dollars here, a few hundred dollars there, and about this mini vacation that they have planned. Now, don't get me wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with treating yourself. There's certainly nothing wrong with taking a vacation. But the Bible tells us for everything there is a season. And if you are dreaming of a grand harvest, then guess what? You have got to go and involve yourself actively in the planting season. You can pray until you are blue in the face if you are not prepared to make the sacrifices that it takes to gather the seeds and to plant them in the soil and to till the ground. You will never reap a harvest. This year, I will turn 60. Yes, I said 60. I am not ashamed to say it because there's a whole lot of folks that did not make it. So I wear my numbers proudly because it's not my age. It's just a number. But I've always been one who celebrated my birthdays big. But there are some goals I have set for myself. Some goals that made me have to get real about my goals and ask myself, how bad do you want to achieve those goals? So I had to make a conscious decision and sacrifice what I normally do and do something different. Now, I'm going to put aside the same funds that I was going to put aside for my grand celebration, you know, for my big birthday bang. And I'm going to invest in my dreams and invest in my goals. Because in the long run, they will prove more lucrative for me than my grand birthday celebration. See, because I've had plenty of big birthday celebrations. But I need to pursue my goal now. And Matthew 25, around the 14th verse, you'll start to read the parable of the talents. And as you read the story, 
you'll see that everyone invested what they had and their investment yielded an increase. But there was one servant when the master saw that he did not invest anything that he had in a manner that would bring an increase, he cursed them. In that parable, it's clear to see that the master represents God and we represent the servants. See, God makes provisions for us. And if we are honest, most times we squander away most of the provisions that God has given us. Using little to none to earn more. And just like the master in the parable cursed the one who did not invest, God looks at us and our inability to discipline and sacrifice. And he is, he is just as disgraced with our behavior as well. One of my dad's favorite scriptures is in Luke 14, 28. And the scripture reads, before a man builds a house, he must first count up the cost. If you are serious about business, have you counted up the cost, the complete cost? As a business person, there are three costs you should always count up. First is the cost of your home life. You're right now. What does it cost for you to exist right now without all the fluff? And then what is the cost of your dream? Now count up the costs, the minimum costs that can at least put you on the path to pursue your dream. When was the last time you reviewed your finances and got real with yourself about your waste? Because we do waste a whole lot. And I'm not just talking to you and beating you up because I've been guilty of this myself. In the last two or three years, I have made it a habit of looking at my finances. And as I'm pursuing more goals, I'm looking at my finances more frequently. I'm really like pawning over them deeply on a monthly basis to see where the holes are, to close up those holes where money just seems to be flowing out of. Maybe you need to go to Starbucks less. Maybe you need to eat out less. And if you are anything like me, you don't need another pair of shoes or another outfit. And you may be thinking, well, that's only $20 here. or That's only $50 there. And none of that is enough to pursue my dreams. It's a start. I want to encourage you to redirect that wasteful spending and have a dream jar and start putting some money in that dream jar. Because if you are not willing to sacrifice and discipline yourself, why should God give you what you say you want, but you are not prepared to handle? You want to start a restaurant, but you don't have all the money that it needs to start it. And your, your restaurant is going to be magnificent. The best restaurant everybody, anybody has ever visited. But I just can't get it started. I don't have the money. Have you explored what it costs to start off as a caterer? 
What is the cost of a catering license in your county? Zechariah 4 and 10 says, do not despise small beginnings. And last but not least, whatever business you want to start or whatever dream you're holding on to, if you are not disciplined enough to study the industry, to know all that you're working towards and all that it encompasses, you're just a dreamer, not a winner. Because winners study their plays. Winners learn new strategies. Winners enhance their abilities as well as learn the strategies and the moves of those they will one day have to compete against. Yes, this means that you may have to spend less time on the phone, less time in front of the TV, less time on social media. But I want to tell you, God blesses effort and work, not just faith. The Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. And I hate to tell you this, but God is not going to change his principle to accommodate your dreams. You are going to have to change your mindsets, your level of discipline your willingness to sacrifice, to accommodate what you have declared as your dream. Developing the mindset of a winner starts with being real and asking yourself, am I just a dreamer or a winner? Then as the old church mothers used to say, govern yourself accordingly. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. How many times has God ever lost? How many times has he dropped the ball? Tell me.
All you gotta say is this Say I decree it Declare I shall win No, 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 no 